Welcome to Rack Rack Rock, your home of the nerd apocalypse. Boom, we are recording! Hello, everyone, and welcome to game one of our new Ragnarok Better Angels campaign. This is our new campaign. It's a semi-sequel to our last campaign set in the same world in Apex City. Uh, so we're going to have a different team of anti-heroes. Kind of like how my game was a semi-sequel to Metal Crusades? No. Oh. All right, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? No. Nope. All right, I'll do it. Hey, everybody, I'm Ryan. I'm going to be playing uh, Vanessa. Uh, she goes by Van Van Douglas. Um, she is an uh, orthodontics uh, resident at um, Radish Top Memorial Hospital. And joke seller. And joke seller. Um, she works on she she gives people braces and retainers. Uh, she's she's learning how to be, you know, a dentist. Um, and she has an on again, off again relationship with her boyfriend Kirk. Um, both of them are kind of uh, back and forth about whether they want to get married. And well, one of them is well, one of them is hot, the other one's cold, and it hasn't worked out. Uh, Vanessa is still living with uh, some of her uh, college sorority sisters, and um, she is a party girl. When she was young and just a bad little kid, did her mama notice funny things she did? Yes. All right, next, uh, why don't we go around clockwise? Oh, boy, Ed's dead. I am playing Jeremy Hawk. He is uh, a young man, age 20. He's tall and husky. Uh... Dropped out of college recently. Uh, he was going for, for uh, I don't know, engineering. And he's now turned into a Twitch streamer, but does not have any money, uh, viewers at all. Lives in his parents' basement. His uh, dad's a teacher, and his mom is a priest. A Lutheran priest. And what was your brother's name? Uh, is AJ. He's dead. Mm-hmm. My name is Ed. I will be playing Detective James Hill. He is a newly... Um, he's a new, just passed the detective exam and was just uh, newly appointed detective. He is a legacy. His uh, mother is a legend in the police force. She was What's her name? Uh, Alicia. Alicia Hill? Yeah. Is that a character? What? Alicia Hill, is that a character? No. Uh, my, my mind first went to Maria, but that's a person. That's a person. Um, Alicia was uh, captain of his precinct for a while. Um, and his sister is also... Um, coming up in the ranks and is a pretty uh, legendary figure and she's his captain. James, however, is not a very good detective. What's uh, your sister's name? Uh, Cynthia. Cynthia, okay. 
Alright, but it doesn't look like I marked down my primary. Oh, yeah, right. So that's for your defense. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that in a second. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, um, James is not a very good detective, and uh, he barely passed the detective exam. But uh, he has wild theories that are almost always wrong. Oh, okay. And okay. last but not least... Hi! That's me. I'm James. I'm the last. And I guess I'm not least. Uh, I'm James. I'm playing uh, Brian Alex John. Uh, he is about uh, 40-ish. He's in his 40s. Uh, he has great hair already. Uh, he has lived a very stressful life. Um, right now, he's, uh, he, 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 he's, he, right now, he's, he's been tweeting jobs. He just got out of jail. Uh, he finally, you know, finished stuff with his parole stuff. So now he's finally out on his own and he's trying to turn his life around. He used to be, uh, a thief. He wasn't good at it. Um, he got caught like real easy and uh, because he decided to represent himself he spent you know 20 years in prison so it's you know vanity (laughs) you know Uh, and so he's now out and he's trying to turn his life around and and go straight uh, but I think our, our session zero uh, right or is that like yeah yeah so uh, uh, we found out that he had to get dragged Back into the game because uh, he pissed the wrong people off. Nope. Oh, I, for- I forgot to mention we decided on Discord that um, Cynthia made a name for herself about ten years ago when she was one of the officer arresting officers who arrested um, the ro- the um, the robber baron or whatever. Oh yeah, um, Pete. From the last campaign. She was one of the officers who arrested Mm -hmm. Pete Travers. He started off as the Silver Standard, and then he became the robber. She was the the officer who booked the Silver Standard. I think somebody gave me their card. Was that mine? It was was on my sheet. Yeah, this is me. Can I have a kiss? Mm. Maybe later. Oh, yeah. I don't see Ms. Marvel. (laughs) I forgot about Ricky. Oh, Ricky! Ricky's my my fiance's or my my maybe fiance's friend who is continuously failing his bartender's uh, exam, mixologist's oh, yeah. exam. Yeah. Okay, so uh, last time we just had a little brief session zero, give little in character introductions of where you guys were. Uh, as a recap, this game starts on a Tuesday morning. Uh, we'll say in September. It's late September or October, actually. It's 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 a Tuesday in October. Uh, you guys, uh, for various reasons, have all found yourselves at the Carrot Top Memorial Hospital and Joke Cellar. Radish Top. Radish Top. Yeah, Carrot Top. Who's that? Oh, Radish Top Memorial Hospital and Joke Cellar uh, here in Impact City. But since we've done them, we're going to start with Ed. So, um, James. See, that's not going to be confusing. Not at all. Uh, so early in the morning, detective nine a.m. What you? What is what is uh, Detective James's uh, routine like? Like um, when he wakes up in the morning. In the morning, so yeah. he, he probably wakes up early. Well, um, so he wakes up early and then hits his snooze alarm until the last possible minute. Okay. Uh, 
every night he tells himself he's going to go to bed, he's going to wake up early, he's going to work out, he's going to, you know, but he wakes Tomorrow's up. Tomorrow's the day. Yeah. He wakes up the last possible minute um, and rushes to make himself coffee and and swallow breakfast mm-hmm. um, and get into his car. Or Well, I'll ask, do you have... So, Apex City is a reminder is basically New York, but right. on the West Coast. Right. So, if you have a car, you probably live in one of the outer boroughs. So, no, he doesn't have a car. He, um, okay. He, I guess he lives in an apartment. Okay, that's fine. Um, I mean, you could still have a car, but yeah. it's harder. Like, it's harder to have a car in Manhattan. Uh, okay, so you you rush out the door. Uh, your your tie has not been tied yet. Yeah. It's just like around your neck. You've got your travel mug of coffee, uh, probably a a lukewarm bagel that you threw in the microwave for like twenty seconds yep. just to heat it up. Uh, and you are sitting on the sub, or do you take a subway or the bus? The bus. Okay, so you're you're sitting on the bus. Uh, you, you know, you've got your coffee between your legs, your bagels in your mouth, you're trying to tie your tie. Uh, you're probably a little disheveled, suit a little rumpled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you, we'll just say nine o'clock. You get to the precinct. Um, you're. I feel like there's a lady. There's a lady that sits across from me who, like, we're. She always sits across from me, and she's mm-hmm. like, "So did you work out this morning, James? <laughs> just didn't wake up in time." She probably. She's an older lady. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow will be the day. You spend so it. much money on that elliptical. <laughs> It's just sitting there, not being used. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day. Remember to take the ties off it when you get home, though. <laughs> Otherwise, that'll just be your excuse in the morning again tomorrow. Good point. Good tip. Okay, so you, you get into the, your precinct station, your precinct house. Uh, you're a detective now, so you have your own desk. Uh, you're the newest detective there, and you're terrible, so it's the worst desk. Uh-huh. It's like right by the bathroom. Um, My chair does that thing. Yeah, your, your chair kind of like <laughs> the, 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 this is probably uh, an older precinct house too so the floor is just a little uneven where your desk is so you have to like jam like an old newspaper or uh-huh. something underneath it to stop the whole desk from tilting back and forth. But your chair, you just you just can't get it. Your chair wobbles no matter what you do. Uh, but you've got uh, your computer there Um and you, you sit down, uh, and you see there's a note from your sister, uh, that says, see me. And she like, there's just like a post-it note. You recognize her handwriting right away. Alright, um, I'm gonna take a sip of my coffee, um, a bite of the bagel, and then walk over to the captain's office. Alright, you, you go over to the captain's office, uh, your sister's there. Her, she's wearing her uniform, it's crisp. Uh, the, the crease in her pants is like razor sharp. You could slice your bagel on it. Uh, her hair is perfectly parted. How, how old is James? Like 40, 41. Okay. So she's, I would say she's probably like two years older than you. Not significantly older okay. than you. She looks 10 years younger than you. Uh, she's getting my younger sister. That would make it even worse. Do you, okay. So she's your younger sister. So you're 41. She's probably like 35. Uh-huh. Um, People say she's one of the youngest captains in ACPD history, um, and she she just she's sitting behind her desk. Uh, she's uh, you know she's like she's filling out some paperwork. You you knock on the door. She ah, come yeah, in, come in, Jim. Uh, come in, Jimmy. She calls you Jimmy. 
Okay. So, uh, so out of character, have you had a case yet as a detective? No. Okay. So you're a brand new detective. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she says, ah, I think it's about time for you to get your feet wet, Jimmy. I would like nothing more. Uh, what are you in the mood for? About a, something big. We'll dive right in murder. Right. Well, uh, she has like a few folders on her desk. Uh, she looks through. Big old homicide. Right. It's homicide. And uh, I think this will be good for your first one. And she takes a folder and slides it across to you. Uh, you you open it up. Um, the you skim the details. It seems um, some guy was jumped and had his bicycle stolen. So he uh, didn't survive the altercation. And uh... well, he's in the hospital. He. Uh, he got pushed off his bike, fell, hit his head on the curb. Has a mild concussion. Okay. And it was a family heirloom bike. It was a really high value. Uh, you'd have to ask him. Uh, the um, doesn't doesn't say anything about an it heirloom was, in there. Uh, a uh, a uh, by I mean, it was triathlon athlete. food delivery. Okay. All right, Jimmy. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, you're right. So he's at uh, he's at Rad Top right now. So you need to go down there, interview him, give a statement. And this priest thinks we take all crime seriously. Doesn't matter how big or small it is. You know, today is the anniversary of uh, when when it happened. Yeah. Of course, that I know that, Jimmy. Yeah. Why would you even bring that up? It's just sad. It was a treasure. Yes, it is sad. Why would you think I'd want to start my day with that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, can I get you something? Like a coffee, a sandwich? I have half a bagel. I don't... It's nine in the morning, Jimmy. I don't want a sandwich, and I don't want your half a bagel. I had, I had breakfast with my husband and my kids before I left. How are they? They're great. Yeah? Yeah. Good, good. Uh, I miss them. I haven't seen them in a while. Well, you know, they sometimes ask about Uncle Jimmy. You tell them Uncle Jimmy loves them? I'll, I'll, I'll do that, yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so, Red Top. Yeah, you should you should probably go. Okay. Because then you're going to have to write up the report. Right. And find the thief. Yes, yes. I'm thinking inside job. Inside what? Maybe it was a rival food delivery guy <laughs> who, uh, you know, was tired of him taking all. It was like Grubhub, or it, 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 was, it was like Grub stuff, right? Right. I don't so think maybe, that would count as an inside job. I'm just saying, maybe the other guy was like, "Hey, he's taking all my tips," and 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 you know, got him. The big Grubhub DoorDash street war. <laughs> well, why don't you, uh, so, uh, she. I'm gonna follow this lead. She, uh, she, she, t she's like holding her pen, she sets it down. Jimmy, I need you to look at me. I need you to listen when I tell you this. 
you go where the clues take you. You can't go in with a presupposition because then you're going to make the clues go where you want them to go. Okay? Right. Okay. So, blanks, you go in with blank slate, open mind. You don't know what happened, and it's your job well, to do. figure right it out. Here. I'm a, I'm a... What if he's lying? Maybe he stole his own bike. <laughs> Gave himself a concussion. Man, I'm going to look into this. I'm going to make you proud. Oh, I know you're going to look into it. We'll see about the other thing, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, give those kids a kiss for me. Okay. He, uh, you know, walks out the door and grabs his bagel and his coffee. You, as, as you walk out, you hear her just like, uh, like an exasperated sigh. <sighs> I uh, lean lean over to one of the other senior detectives. Big case, big important athlete, athletic guy, big thing. Wow! Gonna hear all about it. I bet. What what uh, what derisive nickname do all the other detectives call you? Uh, crazy eyes. <laughs> all right. I bet crazy eyes. Yeah, that never gets old. All right, uh, so uh, you'll be hearing about this one. It's going to be big. Sure thing. Uh, the, the lead homicide detective just, like, shoos you away. You can see he's got a bunch of, like, brutal crime scene photos spread out on his desk of, like, you see a dismembered body. Uh, it looks like maybe, like, a ritual sacrifice. Uh-huh. As you, as you, He catches you staring at it and, like, takes the folders and closes them. You know, it's a case. Can't right. just have anyone. Right, of course. Of course. Uh, you know. I was just, just thinking that, you know, it's probably the cult of Molech. <laughs> Thanks for the tip, crazy eyes. Yeah. Alright, so you, uh. I feel like someone just like walk pa- walks past you and takes the coffee out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> like you just made the coffee. Yeah. yeah. He, he just makes it. Sort someone of just yeah, yeah grabs it. I, I, you're welcome. All right. So you uh, you don't take the subway as an officer. There's a car for you. Yeah. You so you you get in your car. Uh, traffic's terrible, but you drive over to Radish Top Memorial Hospital and Joke Cellar. Uh, you managed to find a parking spot. As we described last time, there's a, a massive bronze statue of Radish Top outside the hospital. He's, uh, the, the statue is like 30 feet tall. He's walking forward, his head's lifted, his left arm is outstretched towards the sky and the future, and in his right arm he has a box of prop gags. Um, and there, there's a plaque underneath memorializing him. Um, it's, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful I'm memorial. Just reach out to it. Wish you were still here. You see, there's uh, because it's the anniversary. Uh, a bunch of people have left uh, like uh, bouquets and flowers at the base of the statue. Some people have lit candles. There, there's a small group of people who are just, you know, just there, you know, just looking at the statue. So you see some people like dabbing their eyes and crying. Uh, he was he was a perfect person. Yeah. He was taken too soon. So you, uh, from the report, you know that the, the guy you're supposed to talk to, um, his name is, uh, Mal Smith, and his room, he's on the fourth floor. 
so there's just this tracking shot of me walking into the building. It's just like of my car. Oh, I'm sorry, I just so uh, Radish Tut Memorial Hospital and Joke Cellar is a brand new building, state of the art, mm-hmm. uh, like multiple 30, 40 story tall hospital building. The front is all glass that sort of reflects the light, not in a blind you way, um, <laughs> but it's beautiful state of the art building. Like the lobby has like a marble floor. It's huge and open. It's opened just last year and it's, everyone loves it. It's like, the, it's the, the staple of the city's healthcare network. So I'm, I'm walking into this building and then, it's just like this, it's just a static shot, and then I walk back out, back to my car, and get my notepad, and then like, <laughs> <laughs> you walk back, and then you come back a second later, get your badge. Yeah. Okay, so you, you go in, and you head to the elevator, uh, and uh, you, you, get, you manage to get there just in time as the elevator doors are closing, and there are three other people in the elevator. You see, you look around, you see a janitor, uh, he's got, you know, his mop in a bucket. Just kind of standing there with his head down. There's a rather frazzled-looking medical resident. Uh, She has, uh, like, a textbook in her hand. Like, she has, uh, not a text, she has a chart in her hands, and she's going over some notes. She's kind of mumbling to herself a little bit. Uh, And you see a a kind of sullen-looking kid um, who is uh, with a hoodie on, just kind of standing there with his hands in his pockets in the corner. I'm on my phone. Yeah, he's on his phone. Can you hear me now? 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 Uh, so we're going to say, uh, so, uh, Jeremy, when you That's went, me. uh, the, originally your meeting, your group session was yeah. on the second floor. Uh-huh. When you went there, yeah. you opened the door. That's where we left off. You opened the door and walked in. Yeah. And the room was empty. Uh-huh. And you looked around, uh, and then you walked back out and you saw there was a note on the door that you missed, uh-huh. uh, that said the group, the group session has been moved to, uh, a room on the fourth floor. Oh, so that's why you you got in the elevator. Van, okay. uh, uh, the uh, the dental residency room that mm-hmm. has all the books and everything is on the fourth floor. Okay. So I'm headed up there. To, yeah. Yeah. Hit the books because I bungled that last case. Yes. And yeah, you got to figure out how how to treat it. Uh, and Brian, the uh, pharmacy is also on the fourth floor. Okay. Which is where you're headed. Yeah, all okay. on four. Uh, four. Four. Yeah, four. You're four all on four. four. So everyone four, roll four, one four. D10 and we'll see uh, who takes it from here. Okay. D10. Yeah. Highest number goes first. Not me. I got two. Four. I got an eight. I also have an eight. I got two. Roll off. I got a seven. I got a six. Yeah. All right. Vanessa. So uh, the door. Uh, Hits, hits four, uh, the door opens, and all four of you step off, and just for, uh, the, the sake of cinema, you know, cinematic sake, you all go in different, different directions. directions. Uh, so first we follow Vanessa. So you, you walk down the hall. Most of the things, this is, um, a, a, uh, not, not low priority, but, um, there are some recovery rooms here, okay. but like, this is if you if you are in serious danger, you're not on this floor. Okay. Um, like maybe if you have to, you know, you're waiting for X-ray results or something, they might bring you here. Nothing, nothing major. Um, and this is also where they have uh, the bunk rooms for you know the residents and everyone who are working long shifts. Yeah. Call. Uh, and some of the lounges and one of the research rooms, which okay. is where you're going. So yeah. Um, yeah. So you you head to the research room. Uh, why don't you roll? 
Uh, patient knowledge. Oh. To okay. see uh, how how your research goes. So that's four days. It's a million dice. Uh, I got a pair of ones. A pair of ones. Uh, not great, but you find you find the right book at least. Okay. Uh, and you you start going through it. Um, it's it's gonna be a while. Um, you you are going through for you know figuring out how to fix the broken jaw that's been wired shut. Uh, and one of the other residents comes in. Who's who's another resident? Um, someone who I like, or somebody who is like antagonistic. I'll leave it up to you. All right. Um, we'll say that. Uh, hmm. Um. His name is Ted. Okay. Um, and he's an insufferable know-it-all. He likes to talk, doesn't he? Yeah. Dr. Ted Bress. Sure. Uh, Dr. Ted Bress. DBS. Okay. Ted likes to talk. Dr. Ted Bress. Know it all. All right. In, in, um, in Van's defense, uh, orthodontists don't really deal with, like, rebuilding jaws. They're, they're mostly, like, uh, you know, braces and corrective bites and... Yeah. That kind of thing. So it was a bit of a curveball for her, right? Uh, so you you pull out the book, uh, and you're so you know you've got multiple books open up, but you you know you yeah. finally settled on this one. Uh, you know you've, you're taking up like half a table, uh, doing some research, make jotting down notes. Going to ask uh, me to consult on oral <laughs> surgery cases, uh, and you hear the door open. Uh, you don't look up, and you say, uh, "Does everyone here call you Van too?" Um, I feel like I tell mo- most people. Most people just call me Van, um, but it's but Ted, Van. Ted calls me Doctor Douglas oh, okay. in a very like barbed way. Ah, so yeah, the door open. You hear the door open here. Ah, hitting the books, Doctor Douglas. <sighs> Hello, Doctor Bress. Oh, what's the matter? Maybe I could help you. What do you look? He like comes over and leans over you, puts his hand on your shoulder, and leans over to see. Ah, reconstructive surgery. Yeah. You know, that happens to be a specialty of mine. I know. What What isn't a specialty of yours, Dr. Brass? That's... <laughs> oh, Dr. Douglas. Uh, so why are, you, why are you looking this up? That's not really your field. Well, I was asked to consult on a case this morning, and uh, I don't know. I, I was caught a little off guard, so I figured I'd, I'd better study up. Oh, the patient in 207? Yep, that, that very guy. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. He's gonna yeah. gonna be wired shut for a while. Poor bastard. Uh, so he, uh, let's see, Doctor Bress here uh, is going to uh, he's gonna roll to attack your page, uh, your knowledge. Oh, he's gonna what? try uh, he's gonna try to make uh, put you down. Oh. Um, so he is. Uh, Why does everyone be so mean? Yeah. Um, can he's I roll with cunning knowledge? He's trying to uh, to like put you down. Can I can I defend with insightful corruption? You certainly oh, can. Yeah. Okay. That's five dice. Insightful corruption. Because I know just what the fuck he's about. Uh, yeah. Right. We'll see how. I'm gonna roll four dice for him. Give him a kiss. Actually, I'm gonna roll five dice for him. He doesn't know. He's an asshole. Uh, all right, I got a pair of eights. I got trip sevens. Oh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, eights are higher, so your sevens yes. can't gobble eights. Yeah. Oh. 
Um, so slide a point of knowledge to espionage. Okay. Yeah, when you're gobbling, the gobble dice have to be higher. Ah. Because they... Uh, That's right. They so eight, with, eight goes better. Width doesn't work. Height is better. Well, width when is you're how fast you do it. Okay. Uh, height, height is, is how, how well good. you do yeah. it. Okay. The thing that would be good for width... So let's say if Ryan had four nines, Speed, really. he would gobble the eights and then still have a pair left. Okay. Because two of his nines would wow. take two of the eights, and he would still have a pair. Okay. Um, in combat, the width is the initiative. Okay. That's like how fast you do it. In, mo- in everything other than combat, essentially, width doesn't really matter. As long as you get any match, you're good. For a, well, for opposed roles, too. Okay. That's when that's when the width matters more. Uh, yeah, so he said, Well, you know, Dr. Douglas, uh, if you need help with something like this in the future, feel free to just page me. I'm always happy to help out, uh, you know, my colleagues who, who need a hand. <laughs> she, she, um, th- thank, thank you, Dr. Bress. I, I appreciate your generous offer. Uh, I, I think what I really need right now is, is just to concentrate. And if I, if I have any, any questions on the particulars, I'll, I'll definitely give you a holler. Okay. Well, he, he gives you a, a condescending pat on the back. Yeah. Well, feel free to call me up anytime. And as he's saying that, you hear, you hear a distant, like an explosion, but far off. Um, and then, um, <laughs> Some of the glass. This is also like, um, yeah, yeah, like a, not a rec room, but like a, like a rest area lounge. So there's like glasses and the water cooler and drinks and stuff. Uh, and some of the glasses on the shelf start shaking, uh, and then everything goes to hell. Meyer, that's me. That's you. I'm not. So you. Uh, so we cut back to uh, the elevator. Yeah. Uh, we follow you now. You walk down a different hallway. Oh, uh, I know where this place is. Eh, it's, it has like the you know uh, rooms four hundred one to yeah. four ten this way. So you're oh. just kind of following the arrows. Oh. It takes you a minute, but you eventually find the right room. Okay. Uh, you open the door and you see that you are now the last one to arrive. Oh. You're you're a few minutes late. I, I, I was right late. I think. Yeah, you are you are you are pushing it. Uh, so who's the doctor that runs your session? I don't know. Do you want me to name them? Or do name them. All right. So it's uh, you're doctor, the you're God. Doctor. Um, doctor. Jimblebot Kibble. Well, yeah, she's she's a psychologist. Um, <clears throat> Doctor. Yeah, even God took a break. Samantha Perry. Is that an actual name? No. Okay, Samantha Perry. Oh. Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Uh, okay. Magic so, Perry. So uh, you you open the door uh, and you see the the circle is sitting there. Um, there is an empty chair for you, and e- everyone like looks at you as you walk in late because it's pretty quiet. You know, it's like one person talking, so it's quiet. Uh, and Doctor Perry says, "Oh, Jeremy, does she call you Jeremy or Mister Hawk?" Uh, Jeremy. Jer- oh, Jeremy. We're so glad you can join us. Take take your seat, please. You don't have your phone on you today, do you? <laughs> she. Uh, you see, she's sitting there. She's. Uh, wearing just a, a blouse and, and slacks. Uh, she's got glasses on. She's an older woman, like in her in her fifties. Um, she's got a note, you know, a notepad on her, or like cross notepad on her lap. She's taking notes. The, uh, the train was late. Oh, it's fine. It's, it happens. I'm just. We're all glad you can make it. And you hear there's a few mumbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you sit down, uh, and and someone else uh, is finishing their story about how how things work for them. 
She goes, so Jeremy, uh, you're the last everyone else to share. Tell us, how, how was your week? Sucked. I shit the bed. No. Yeah, that's alright, I guess. Uh, I had a follower that lasted like five minutes, then they realized they clicked the wrong person. <laughs> James, it's Jeremy's turn to speak. Please. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, well, you know, it's okay, I guess. Uh, not much, ha- you know, it was, uh, you know. Not, didn't really do anything. Okay, and uh, how are you? How were you feeling this week? Uh, uh, you know, okay. Good. Okay is good. Ever everyone nods. Yeah, yeah. Okay is good. Um, I can do it. Okay, you do it. I can do it. Okay. All right. So. Um, today we're going to work on coping mechanisms, uh, for anger. I know it's been an issue for some of you. So we're going to, we're going to talk, we're going to do some exercises, uh, to talk about appropriate responses to situations that would make us angry, uh, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Okay. Uh, and as, as she's saying this, uh, the, the room you're in, Jeremy, uh, is, Bigger than it needs for this, including you. There's probably uh, there's a half dozen people in group, plus the doctor. So there's only seven of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few like plastic chairs just arranged in a in a loose circle. Uh, there's then just a bunch of extra chairs pushed up against the wall. Excuse me. The room you're in though is facing the front, so you can see. Uh, you've got glass glass wall basically uh, that looks out onto the street, uh, and then you hear boom off in the distance. And, and the glass windows start to shake. Uh, and then everything goes to hell. There's a huge crash. You and everyone else in the room are thrown. Why do I feel like the title of this episode is Everything Goes to Hell? That's a good one. I wasn't thinking about it, but I think it was a good idea. All right, so, James, you get off the elevator, uh, and you head in a different direction. Detective James. Detective, Detective James, James, yes. <laughs> Detective James. So you get off the elevator. You have the room number of the guy. Uh, so you head over there, uh, and you find there's uh, just a little recovery room. Uh, you go in. Uh, you see a young guy laying on the bed. Uh, he's got. He's wearing a hospital gown. He's got a bandage on his head. Uh, he's holding the remote and just. Yeah, why isn't there ever anything good on in the day? He's just like clicking on, on the way in, like from the elevator, like to his room. I'm like, okay, Mr. Jackson, can you tell me exactly what happened in your own words? Okay, Mr. Jackson, <laughs> can you tell me what happened exactly in your own words? So you get. Well, who are you? Okay, Mr. Johnson, can you, in your own words, tell? Hi, I am Detective James Hill, Mr. Jackson. I feel like you based this character a lot on me, and I feel <laughs> slightly attacked. <laughs> Wait, what? Who are you? I am uh, Mr. Jack. I am Detective James Hill, uh, and I'm here to oh. look into your missing bicycle. Right? Yeah. Right. The police. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, what do you want to know? He like looks at a notepad. 
Mr. Jackson, can you tell me in your own words exactly what happened? Yeah, so like uh, I was I was riding my bike um, on on uh, on Seventh Avenue. Uh, I had uh, you know I had like the, the the cooler backpack that they give you. I had that on. Uh, I just picked up like a big thing of wings and mozzarella sticks for someone from which restaurant? Uh, wings and sticks. Okay. Uh, and, kind of place. <laughs> I kind of want that. And uh, you know, I was I was riding it over because you know they had the you know like the, I had you know I had the app on my I had my phone like in a, like a little cradle thing. Uh, and I was supposed to be there in like 15 minutes, and I was running late, so I was really pedaling hard. Uh, and then and then out of nowhere, someone just like checks me and throws me off my bike. Uh, I hit the ground. The wings and sticks go all over the place. Uh, and then I you know guy rides off with my bike. Now, did you smell any um, fast food, any other other types of food at the time that you were checked? Did I smell any other food, any uh, other than the wings and sticks? Did you smell any other type of food? Maybe a strong scent of curry. Are you? That seems pretty racist. No. <laughs> well, or, or or soy, or or. Um, I mean, curry could be could be um, Indian or or Caribbean. It could be either. So you're the one who's being racist. No, I didn't smell any food. Uh, so Ed, why don't you roll? Um, you're gonna roll. Um, oh my kiss. Uh, why don't you make uh, insightful nurture? Or actually, no, patient espionage, reconstruct the crime scene. Oh. You're you're trying to put this together. I whiffed. You whiffed. Wow. He's lying to you. Ooh. Uh, no, I didn't smell any other food. I got wings and sticks all over me. That's all I could smell. And then I passed out from the head trauma. Mr. Jackson. I know that <coughs> the delivery world can be a scary place. You put your life on the line every day. What? I can protect you from whoever did this to you. Protect me from... I just want my bike back, man. But I need you to be honest with me. I am being honest with... What? I'm the victim here. Someone checked me and stole my bike. Yes, and I'm trying to figure out who it was. And it just doesn't make sense to me that this was an accident. Or some random crime. Where somebody just wanted your bike. Do you know how many times bikes get... He didn't even ask me what the guy looked like. What did the guy look like? I don't know. I didn't get a good look at him. (laughs) (laughs) Because I had head trauma on the sidewalk. So maybe you just don't remember smelling curry. What is it with you and curry, man? I'll admit I'm a little hungry as soon as you mentioned the wings and the sticks. But I have a theory. A rival delivery man wanted to take you out of the picture because you you seem like a hard-working guy, right? You you have no idea how it works, do you? Well, you know, you, you, you go in the app, you pick up the delivery, and then... You yeah, but the, the apps tell us what we're picking up. Oh. Uh, okay. So maybe... 
Maybe he just wanted your bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, as, as you come to this stunning realization, boom, up in the sky. Uh, with your training, even though you're a terrible detective, you know the sound of an explosion. Uh, and the, the window in his room also starts to rattle. Uh, and then there's this gigantic crash, and you go flying. And everything goes to hell. And everything goes to hell. Thanks. Brian. Yeah. Uh, you get off the elevator. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a quote-unquote janitor. Yes. I so I'm assuming you have a mop bucket. Yes. Uh, so you, you start wheeling that down the hall. Um, he has a mop with no hand. It's just a stick. <laughs> just a stick in a bucket. I, you see, the thing is, I stole the the, uh, the <clears throat> and I stole the mop from a dollar store as I was coming to the to the hospital, and it didn't have the mop piece to it. So I just stick the stick in the bucket, and I just push it to make it look like I have a mop bucket. Mm-hmm. So it's it's I don't have a, it doesn't have a mop head. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you 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 move down the hall and you find the pharmacy room. Yes. Uh, the, you could see, you could see just from looking at it, the door is heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's like a steel door. There's no, there's no window in it. Uh, there is, there is a card reader, which mm-hmm. you were expecting. Uh, there's also a, um, a counter a few feet away from the door. Uh, as you, as you go by, you could see, uh, there's a pharmacist in there. Right now their backs to the window. They're, you know, taking pills off the counter. You know, they're getting orders ready. Um, you, as you, do you scope the place for a bit? Yeah, yeah, I go back and forth, and I, I go to pretend to mop, and then I realize yeah. I don't have a mop head, and I'm like, <laughs> and then I stick it back in. There's no water in the bucket. <laughs> yeah, it just goes thunk, and I'm like, oh. <clears throat> so you see every few minutes a, a doctor or a nurse comes by with a prescription, uh, and drops it off at the pharmacist. Uh, they, you know, sometimes they chat for a bit, sometimes they just drop it off and leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then other times doctors will come and pick orders up. Uh, to bring up to patients or whatever. Uh, so what are you going to do? So there, the pharmacist is in there. Yeah. You've got your card reader thing. Mm-hmm. But how are you? What, what's your plan here? So uh, I was originally going to wait for him to go to lunch, but then I realized uh, just having a janitor hang around all the time, uh, you know, kind of especially not doing anything <laughs> but, and constantly going to take a, mock, a, a, a stick out and putting it back. Yeah. So I think uh, while I wait for him to leave for lunch, I might actually go find the real janitor closet and re- get a real mop <laughs> just so I can actually pretend to mop and, you know, put down the wet floor signs. Okay. So that's that's what I'm going to do as of right now. All right. Because so that seems like the smart thing to actually be doing an action instead of just standing there pretending. So you, you easily find a janitor's closet. Mm-hmm. It is locked. <sighs> Damn it. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> those things aren't, like, locked, locked like, you know, high it's security. Got, it's got a key. Yeah, locked. yeah. But, you know, I could... I could Pick that, like, you know. Uh, well, why don't you try, try uh, some cunning greed? I am going to try some cutting greed. That's tree and tree. So I get to roll six dice. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> uh, I got a pair of fives. Pair of fives will do it. You you look down the hallway real quick. You stick your picks in there, and uh, it opens up. You go in. You get a real mop bucket with a mop. You fill it up in the slop sink. You got you got like a whole cart with the signs. You're you're good to go. So you like yeah. It's, yeah. I, I leave the the stick I stole uh, in there with this the bucket. <laughs> and I, you know, yeah, I feel like you know I'm giving back. You know, right, yeah. I, I'm borrowing this stuff. It's an, ex- it's an exchange. Yeah. 
So, so you you head back out into the hall and yeah. just actually start mopping. Yeah, I, I, I sit up the hallway, you know, put the wet floor signs down, and then I start mm-hmm. mopping. And you know, uh, I can't take notice for when it looks like either the 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 pharmacist either has like a really big order to fill, like you know, it's like a bunch of doctors come by, so that you know, while he's distracted doing that, I can just go into the get into the locked room. And uh, or I could just sit here and wait for him to go to lunch. Uh, well, but, you, you don't know when he's going to lunch. Yeah, uh, it's, but it's uh, late in the afternoon because uh, he probably already came back from lunch. Well, it's like eleven in the morning. Oh, okay. Um, so you you watch do- more doctors come and drop off orders. The the pharmacy is busy, uh, and the pharmacist in there is busy. All right. Uh, so this but, might be your time. This is uh, I, I wait for my perfect moment where he's definitely a little bit overwhelmed. I can actually hear him cursing. And he's like, "Oh, Mondays, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've got your your special device. Yeah. That's going to be a sly cowardice roll. Uh-huh. To do it because you have to hold the card up and you've got the electronic thing. Uh, you gotta make it work. Well, this is gonna suck. My sly and cowardice are only uno each. Okay. So this is no. I'm not I have a one and a two. Okay. So, so close, you... but so far. So you're you're standing there trying. Like so, you're you're cheating towards the door to block it. Uh, and as you're doing that, you see. I, I did exactly what the guy told me not to do because uh, like, I said, "What if I just, you know, hide it under my badge and then try?" He's like, "No, don't, like, remember you like telling yeah. me not to do that." And so I was like, "You know, I, I think I know better. I, I can <laughs> definitely subtly do this and make it look like I belong what I'm doing." Yep. And, and uh, so yeah. you're you're very obviously holding this machine to the lock, mm-hmm. and so you're blocking your body with it from one angle. But then a security guard comes down the hall the other way mm-hmm. and very obviously sees you holding this weird jury-rigged device up to the lock. Hey, you, what are you doing? Uh, uh, I'm reprogramming it. I'm a programmer. I, I, they asked me to fix it because I have the history. I, uh, you know, I, I do this sometimes. It, like it's, yeah. uh, he, he, go, he, t- he has a radio. Hey, we've got a situation here over here on the pharmacy on the fourth floor. Uh, I kick my bucket over of soapy water and I start to run. Okay, right, you as you go to as you go to kick the bucket over, boom, and you you feel the vibration. There's no windows here because you're just in the middle yeah, yeah. of the hallway. But uh, you see the bucket of water starts to to shake and rumble, uh, and then there's a crash and a bang and an explosion and everything goes to hell. So we're just gonna we'll circle back around. So Vanessa. Uh, you come to, uh, you are in the, the room, uh, what used to be this, this, this room. Uh, you, you passed out for a few seconds. Um, Dr. Dr. Ted Bress is unconscious on the other side of the room. Um, there's debris everywhere. It looks like something crashed into or through, uh, the window in the room shattered. Uh, you could feel the air from outside gushing in. Uh, you, you are hurt, but you're, you're able to move, so nothing's, nothing's broken. Uh, but you, you feel, you feel this blood coming down, closing your eye. Oh my god! Oh my god, Ted! I, I like scramble over to him and like, I, I... He's, he's alive. Okay. You're, he's, you're a dentist, but you can tell. He's breathing, yeah. He's breathing. I'm, I'm he's, assuming like I know some basic first aid. Yeah, he's, he's uh, He's, oh, he's alive. He's so, no, he's, he's not going to make it. <laughs> How's his teeth doing? His teeth are good, actually. Uh, yeah. His teeth are fine. 
Uh, you, know, you might see one chipped. You might have to get him into the chair. I, I feel like um, Vanessa is the kind of person who would have who would have gotten you know CPR certified in high yeah, school. That's or, uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but he, he doesn't need CPR. He's he's yeah. fine. He's got. Uh, you could tell. It looks like his. Uh, there's there's like piece of rubble on his legs. So there's a good chance his leg is injured or broken. Oh god! Don't dentists have to go to medical school too? Aren't they doctors? Yeah, it's it's a it's right. a specific medical program though. They're not MDs. Yeah. So she she probably has like a bunch of pre med like biology mm-hmm. classes and stuff as an undergrad. But uh, and then you hear a whispering. Um, you hear Vanessa, Vanessa, come to me. Over here, Vanessa. Uh, you, you are drawn, uh, to, to something, not, not where Ted is. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a pile of rubble on the other side of the room that you crawl over, some broken concrete, uh, and you start pushing it aside, and then underneath that you see a, a, a disc, a, a carving, um, who is your demon? Me! Why don't you describe, what does, uh, what does, um, where'd I put it? Mobathists. Mobathists. How do you spell that? Mobathtish. Tish? Yes. M-O-L-B-A-T-H-T-I-S-H. Mobathtish. I'm going to say that fucking name. I can't remember the the demon charm. Totem. Totem, thank you. What is what does Mobathtish's totem look like? Um, it, it looks like it's still wet clay, but it's surprisingly solid. Uh, it's brown and murky. It 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 doesn't look appealing at all. It, it looks absolutely. It looks like there's like an indent of like eyes in it, but. Oh no! Uh, uh, but but you feel compelled. Yeah, Vanessa Vanessa is like oddly fascinated. She she like uh, pushes a strand of hair out of her face, and then just sort of like reaches down for it and and touches it, like picks it up. All right, you you reach down and touch it. Uh, suddenly, you're no longer in the hospital. You are standing in this formless void, and you get a glimpse of the true form of. Mobathtish. What does that look like, James? Mobathtish is a blob with feet on his head that look like they are melted in the sun. The and toes and his eyes and eyes. <laughs> the toes. But they weren't his. <laughs> the toes are eyes that pop and bubble. So it's like they they keep bubbling up. They they look at you and then they pop and then a new one forms. Uh, they they. Um, each one looks at you as if full of pain and anguish. They stare with eyes that are pleading for help. His body is made of what looks like broken, stomped snails all mushed together with the shell mixed in. <coughs> uh, in in what looks like that might be the stomach is a giant eye. When he speaks, the pupil moves and opens and acts as its mouth. I don't like it. <laughs> I would like to unsubscribe. <laughs> All right, Just take me off your mailing list. <laughs> is that is that it? Yeah. All right. So oh. Vanessa, you see that? Why would you want that? <laughs> uh, and you are you are filled with I'm assuming terror. Yep. That's that's one uh, of the things that I'm filled with. And you you scream, and then there is a blinding white light. 
That's an immediate exorcism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeremy. Yeah. You come to, uh, again, the window in the room has been broken. Uh, there's broken glass everywhere. The wind is howling into the room. Uh-huh. Uh, you see that e- everyone else has been knocked out out of their chairs, the other people in group. Uh, Dr. Dr. Perry uh, is like, like she's clutching her, like, oh, she's clutching her head. Yeah. You seem to be more or less okay. Um, you definitely got hit by something. Your arm hurts like a motherfucker. Oh, you can't really move your left arm right now, but the rest of you seems to be okay. Everyone's okay, though? All right. Uh, you don't see... You look around, no one's dead. Oh. As far as you can tell. I'm going to pull my phone out and start recording. Okay. I know you bird watchers. There's a Jeremy Hawk. There's a explosion happened here. Something in the hospital. A radish top. Memorial. And as as you're live streaming, you hear Jeremy, Jeremy, come to me over here. You 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 look around huh? and you see uh, over in the corner next to one of the windows, um, under under some shards of glass, uh-huh. there is this totem, uh, and you are drawn to it. Ed, what does what does Dramalak the Burns totem look like? Um, so. It's. It looks like a, um, like an eye, but like I'm sensing a motif <laughs> with flesh around it. But like the flesh is all like burned and crackly, and like some of the and some of the flesh is like over the eye, um, and there's like a, a ridge of bone across the the top, like. Near the brow. All right, you, you see this, and you just you can't help but reach out what and touch that? this. Uh, you grab it; it burns into your skin. Uh, you you as you touch it, you feel and you can see fire crawling up your like fi- not like your whole arm, but like up your veins, like lines of fire. And then you too see this black void. What does he gets a brief glimpse of a um, So he's um a very tall, like thin um humanoid. Uh just covered in burned skin. Um, you know, black crackly scar and like some of it is like pink scars. Um and he's wearing like bone armor, like black bone armor, but it's fused with his skin, so some of it is like melted into his skin. Uh, he has cloven hooves and like really long, sharp fingers. Alright, you, you see this giant towering over you, uh, and it, it leans down one of its really long, bony fingers and just like pokes you in the chest and you feel suddenly just consume your whole body with fire and you you scream as just everything goes red and then detective james uh you you come to uh, in this small recovery room, uh, the guy you were supposed to see uh, is lying on top of you. He's like, oh, God, man, what was that? Uh, his bed has been knocked over. Sir, are you all right? Uh, I, what? Do you think it was the guy who stole your bike? <laughs> <laughs> no. You, you're, that's a little louder than you can talk. You feel like shit. Yeah. Everything on you hurts. 
Uh, you are you are a giant bruise right now. Uh, but you managed to, to push this guy off of you. Uh, and then you hear, James, James, come to me. Uh, and you see under the, the mattress that fell off mm-hmm. when the bed fl- fell, uh, you, you pull it off and you see a totem. Ryan, I'm sorry, uh, Meyer, what does Zenobos' totem look like? I'm James. I thought I was James. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the yeah. Ryan, what does uh, Shinon the Soul Flincer's totem look like? I feel like it is just, uh, does it have to be like clay or can it be another object? No, it could be, it's, it has to be solid. Okay. And like, Palm sized. Okay, so I, I feel like it's a it's kind of a long, thin, uh, cruelly sharp boning knife. Um, it it looks like it was um, like kind of kind of roughly forged, but um, sharpened to an insane degree. Uh, it's it's got uh, like. Uh, a leather thong that's just kind of like wrapped around the the hilt of it, uh, and the blade is caked with maybe rust, maybe blood. Uh, so, Detective James, you you see this, and it's calling out to you, and you reach out and touch. It's warm. The leather wrap, and you feel the warmth, and then it just slices up your arm, uh, and you watch as just just like raise it, like you don't you see it go. But then your skin opens up all over. It's uh-huh. like a dozen razor blades that crawled up your arm. Uh, and you just feel that, that burn from the cuts. Uh, and then Black Void. Ryan, what does, what does the demon look like? Um, I, I feel like, um, Shannon has the form of like what you would think of as a, as a biblical angel. Um, a, a crazy ball of limbs and wings and eyes and, and eyes. eyes yeah <laughs> again with this motif <laughs> uh, you 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 can you can see that the the arms are are all uh honing or or sharpening blades you know against um you know like honing honing sticks and and uh leather straps um the the wings the wings flutter and um it uh it turns to you and, and, you know, you see the eyes kind of fix on your form and you, you hear just like a, a little, a low. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You see this thing immense flying, floating above you. It turns, you hear that laugh and it, it flicks out one of its arms and one of the knives that it was sharpening <laughs> lands in your chest. Uh-huh. Uh, and you scream as then you watch your, your flesh start to peel away. Ah! Uh, and you, everything goes white with pain as you scream. And Brian. Yes. So you're, you're in the hallway. You, you turn to flee. Uh, you, you come to, uh, the, the lights are flashing. It's dark in here. Uh, there's one window, thankfully, at the end of the corridor, so there's still light coming in. Um, you're covered in soapy, sudsy water. Yeah, that, that's only fair. Um, you see the security guard at the end of the hall is lying there. You can't tell from here if he's unconscious or dead. Um, the door to the... Um, the pharmacy. Well, no, the door's closed, but the pharmacist inside is unconscious, uh, and the window is there. Uh, and you, you manage to pull yourself to your feet. Um, you, you definitely hit your head hard on the ground. You can, yeah, you can feel, hurts. yeah, your head is throbbing. You've got a migraine. I think i got a little bit more than a migraine. It is possible concussion territory. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, I do need. I look at my hand to see the, the list of things I'm supposed to get because I wrote it on my hand because I didn't want to have to keep taking a piece of paper out of all my it's, songs. It's your hand's gone. It's blurred. <laughs> no, I go to look at. Up. <laughs> you don't know if the ink's smudged or if it's your eyes, but you can't really read it. But mm. you you scrabble over the the counter uh, and and fall into the pharmacy room. There's pills. Everywhere, like all the shelves fell over. There's like the bottles broke open. That's everywhere, and then you hear, Brian, Brian, come to me. I'm over here. And you look, and you start just like shoveling piles of pills out of the way, and then you see a totem. So Meyer, what does the Nobus's totem look like? It's like a prism with little beads of glass of different different colors. So the lights. It's a okay. shines like a believe in colors around. Uh, so yeah, you, you see this this prism. You reach out and touch it. Oh, it's very beautiful. I'm, I, I need that. It look, you know, it might be might be worth something. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I think I'm valuable. Might, yeah, it's definitely valuable. But I, I think I would it's something I want to keep as a trophy. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab yeah, it. You, you reach out and touch it, and then you're blinded by this flash of lights. And, and as you as you blink your eyes, the spots away. You're in this black formless <laughs> void. And what does Zenobos? The full form so of Zenobos. Zenobos. Is, uh, humanoid, androgynous, has translucent skin. Inside the body, you can see, like, just various different colors swirling around their body. Their hair is, like, a like prism of light come, comes out of it. Uh, and, and you see, like, it's, Eyes are just pure, like 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 iris is just pure light, and so and all of a sudden, side it opens his mouth and wails, and just gets a, a, a bright shine of light, just waves right over you. Right, yeah, you I see this weirdest boner right now. This thing that's so beautiful, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, you well, you see through it, um, and you get the sense that it sees through you at the same time. And as it as it wails, this light washes over you. Uh, and it blinds you, and then you just feel yourself, like, dissolve into the whiteness of this light. And I, I think, for a moment, I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> All four of you now, uh, as as that, that searing pain of the moment when you become possessed fades, uh-huh. uh, you find yourselves not where you were just a second ago. You're now in what's left of the lobby, of the Radish Top Memorial Hospital and Joke Cellar. Uh, you, you all come to, um, the front of the hospital is gone. Something it looks like came crashing down at an angle, uh, and tore away the multiple, the front of multiple floors of the hospital. Uh, there's debris all over the floor around you. Some of it from the hospital, some of it from something else. Uh, there's people you, you hear, like, the moans and cries of people in trouble. Um, all right, who got tossed out of heaven now? But all of you feel good. Uh-huh. Those pains you had? Am I still recording? Gone. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> you live-streamed yourself getting possessed and yeah. nobody was watching. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, it was recording as um, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, so you your phones, your phones in your hand. They still like the red, the red lights blinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you all feel good. Like you have <coughs> never felt this powerful or strong before, ever. Like so your your arm that was hurting before, Jeremy. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's fine. Your your clothes are torn up. Like your 
You've got blood on your face still, Vanessa, uh-huh. but you're not cut anymore. What the hell was that? Mr. Jackson, where are you? Not here. Where am I? How did we get to the lobby? Let's go go to the <laughs> lobby. I'm going to uh, get up and go over and start helping people. All right, you 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 get up. Uh you so you see that there's someone um like a, like 20 feet away from you that has like a big piece of rubble on him and you bend down to try to struggle and lift it up and you whoop. You're you shouldn't have been able to lift that. I'm going to like Oh shit! The reader. I gotta go run upstairs to go get the reader. Oh, back. it's it's in your. Oh. it's like it's on you. It's crushed. I'm gonna uh, like you fell on it. Well, he, he's he'll be happy. I'll be brought it back. But he's I'm not gonna like happy to look it. over at the rubble and then keep go back to. I'll deal with that later. I'm gonna I'm gonna look around and, and I'm gonna feel my pocket. Do I have that totem? That no. thing. I, no. You you look at your hand. Ah, uh, there's. The, the the one thing that feels like a wound, yeah. the the flesh on the palm of your hand oh. feels red, yeah. like like a healing burn, oh. like it it was a burn that healed, but like it's still kind of raw. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like the palm of your hand is a different color. Oh, it's recording it. Oh, <laughs> you're last uh, yeah, I guess I guess Vanessa is gonna is gonna look around and um, I'm gonna also get sorry. Okay, no, one, one she she's gonna like kind of like try to retrace her steps, like because she doesn't remember how she got here, and that's really more concerning. Yeah, no, you don't. You you are in the lounge upstairs, and then you touch that thing, and it hurts, and then you woke up here. I. I I grabbed it, let's say, with my right hand. Sure. I, I look at my hand. Would um, yeah. You feel the, the palm of your hand feels damp, like oddly damp. Oh no, a <laughs> little yeah, a little viscously damp, like not as if he has not sweat, as, as if you were viscous. holding a snail. Yeah, <laughs> as if you have viscous skin. <laughs> and then you all hear a different sound, uh, a a rumble from the ground. Uh, you look towards the front entrance. There's there's a big pile of rubble, just broken concrete and glass, and that starts to move. Uh, it starts to shake, and, and pieces of the concrete fall away. And you hear as uh, monster, the best you can figure, uh, stands up and shakes the rubble. It looks the the first thing that comes to your mind is hound. But it really looks like the the hounds from Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it has two heads. Uh, and it's uh, it stands up. It is as tall as you. Like, you are eye level with it. Like, this thing is humongous. But it looks hurt. You can see it's got, like, a piece of rebar st- jammed in its oh, side. Geez. Cuts all over from falling, presumably. Um, but it, it looks around well, with its two heads and... It it looks hurt and angry. I'm gonna take out my gun. I assume I have a gun. Yeah, you have a gun. Everybody, get back! People, the people who are mobile start going. Oh, oh my god! And start moving back. But there's a ton of people here who can't move mm-hmm. right now. And I'm gonna, I guess, point my gun at this thing. Okay, it doesn't seem to care. Yeah. You're, I mean, you point your gun at it. It doesn't give a shit. Um. 
So what are the rest of you doing? I'm recording a cop shooting this thing. This is a good. This is a, this is a uh, prime. Yeah, I guess I'm a lot of viewers. Open fire. Um. Okay. I'm going to say that's going to be. Um, I'm going to run behind like a desk or something. Huh? Yeah, I think uh, Vanessa has got the same idea. If there's like a reception desk or probably or slide anything, cowardice. Uh, uh, slide slide courage. courage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a fair gunfight. Well, Brian Brian had a job to do, so he's going to go finish it. He's definitely going to go find some of those pills. Two nines. Two nines. Okay. I should get ready to... Uh, so... This is Jerry Renner. I mean, uh, Jerry Renner. Jerry Renner. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a monster. Reap. And the cop's shooting at it. Well, I think it's a cop. I, 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 I don't know. You're not dressed. There's a guy shooting at it now. <laughs> Uh, okay. Zero. <laughs> uh, you all here, though, you feel weird. Um, so you're, you're, bu- you watch as the bullet, uh, d- uh, Detective James, uh, your, your bullets, uh, you fire, the bullet, like, sinks into its flank, and just, like, you could tell, like, it, it broke the skin. And then just kind of stop there. And then the both heads just turn and look at you. Uh, and they, uh, they growl and bark at you, and one of them shoots a blast of energy at you. Okay. Uh, that guy's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, he did. Um, would you, what would you like to, well, Make what are you coward. gonna do? It's shooting a blast of energy at you. I guess I'm gonna, Fail. I mean, I, it's only two dice, but I'm gonna try to get out of the way. I guess. Okay. That's like cowardice. Yeah. Yeah, it's like cowardice. Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, so it's attacking. Well, it got two eights. Uh, so slide a point of endurance to cowardice. Uh, as this blast of energy, this reddish energy, boom, hits you right in the chest. You go flying back. Uh, and you you smash into one of the pillars that like in the in the hospitals in the in the lobby. Uh, you feel the concrete crack beneath you, and then you get up. Like you're you're winded. That hurt, but you're you should be dead. Right. That guy's like a not. superhero, I guess. He's gunman. Uh, He's gunman. <laughs> oh, uh, who's your uh, James? Oh, no, Ryan's your team. Yeah. Um, you might want to yeah. chime in. Big mistake there, Rook. Excuse me? <laughs> that thing is big and mean. If you you know fight, it's a hellhound. If that, that hellhound is big and mean, you want to fight it, you're going to need some help. You're right. I'm going to take out my phone and call back up. <laughs> Your phone was, was broken when you fell. Uh. Not that kind of help, Rook. I can help you. Um, you're a voice in my head. I'm. Yeah, but I know what it's gonna do. I know what it's gonna, where it's gonna be. Just, just as a reminder, these conversations with your demon happened instantly. Yeah, they're like instantaneous. So like, no, nothing has happened right. outside while this is going on. What, uh, what other the aspects you got are invisible and flying, ghost form and flying, ghost form and flying, right. and that lets you like phase through things. Yeah, yeah. What the hell is going on? That's actually demon powers. Are like, it's like yeah. Well, also the, aspect, the first one's yeah. free. Yeah. So for for this fight. I'm just gonna say your demons, you you will invoke it for free. Oh, just to just to give them a taste. Oh yeah, I mean any <coughs> any any dealer. Yeah. 
I'm your new partner, Rook. You can call me Skinner. I've been a detective, well, three, maybe four millennia now. Did a lot of work downtown. How <laughs> okay. Are you that thing with the eyes? The one in the same. One in the same. Now listen. I know that you're in a bit of a spot here. And I'm going to help you out. Because you're new at this whole detective thing. If I know what it's going to do... Where it's going to be, then you know where it's going to be. And you can use that. And you know what, kid? Why the hell not? You can fly. Oh. So what does your flying look like? Do you grow wings? You just start... <laughs> I just start floating. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like he says you can fly. And while we've been having this conversation, you've just been levitating. <laughs> and then you, you come to and you're like 10 feet in the Holy air. shit! <laughs> yeah. So, Jeremy, you were watching. This guy got smacked against yeah. the wall. Because um, you're, you're recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got like flown back, smacked against the wall, uh-huh. like shook it off, and then just started floating up. Oh, shit, he's a superhero! Now go ahead, kid. Show that Mopu's boss. Uh, yes, gunman! <laughs> <laughs> flying gunman. gunman. He's the flying gunman. Almost like the flying Dutchman. <laughs> He's the flying gunman. So, <laughs> flying gunman. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I can do. So your, your precog, did you write down? What's retrocog? I thought you said precognition too. No. So what's it's your other? Retrocog and clairvoyance. Oh. Oh, clairvoyance. What? Okay. I have to double check what clairvoyance yeah. does. I I thought you said um, precog as well. Yeah. I think clairvoyance lets you like scry. Yeah. Yeah. What's your powers, Brian? Um. Yeah. I have impossible beauty, oh. soulless materialism, oh, glory. And invisible. I want everyone to look at me. Uh, well, you, you think about that. We'll move on to someone okay. else. Um, so, uh, Doctor Doctor Vanessa, you you also see this guy. You you hear the gunshot, which makes you flinch. Yeah, you look yeah. around. You see this guy with his gun out, just get blasted in the chest. It looks like his his shirt is like there's like a burned hole in his shirt where he got hit, but he's okay. What um, the fuck? What were your powers? What's going on? Um, so my my powers are terror and teleport, and my aspects are horned, uh, which gives me like long claws and fangs, and an utmost foulness, which turns me into a, a shogoth. I can basically is uh, like one limb or your no. Okay. Um, that's that's Hell's Engine, I think. Right, right. Okay. And at most foulness, like I can, I can, I turn into like a bubbling mass of eyeballs, and I can form my limbs or my right, parts right. of myself into different tools and stuff. Uh, yeah. So you also suddenly feel a, a presence in your head, Vanessa. <laughs> God. Hello. And welcome. Yeah, not, not a fan. Uh-uh. 
<laughs> I feel like I feel like all of the color just <laughs> Your clown doesn't have makeup. It's just anytime you're deep, you just go shit. Uh, yeah. What the What? What the fuck is this? Who 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 are you? I'm your friend. Your new life partner. You can call me a batfish. Okay. Alright. I'm clearly going insane. Losing yeah. my mind. I'm, there's been a lot of trauma. This, this can't be happening. Well, you're not going through the trauma, but you're definitely going to put other people through it. You seem to have a demon dog on your heels. Is that what that thing is? Mm, yeah. Do you want to get rid of it? Yeah, that would be nice. I can help. Oh, okay, fine, I'll bite. How can you help? Well, how would you like to be a little horny? Oh, <laughs> God. Hey. No. <laughs> um, Good night. And I guess we're at that point you could come to and you could be horned. Oh. <laughs> Vanessa is never having sex again. Oh. <laughs> She's just like, oh. uh, so uh, yeah, I guess Vanessa, Vanessa comes to and realizes that her teeth are, have turned into like filed fangs that are, that are, you know, like filed to points. <clears throat> and her, her fingers have grown into these long, like awful claws. Yeah, you've got that going now. I think James's voice is gone too. What? No, actually, I can do that with no problem. Also, you feel as like you feel the teeth have grown into points. Your jaw has also distended a bit oh. to make room for these new longer teeth in your mouth. <laughs> I, hate every, I hate everything about this. Yeah. Oh. It is, this is this day is a zero out of ten. Yeah, There's not good. Not good. This is an immediate exorcism. Right there. Yeah. I want a new demon. You can you can feel this slimy oh. presence in the back of your mouth. Oh, yeah, it, it's definitely slithery uh, oh. and goopy. Uh, oh, even goopy. when you talk to me, it feels moist. I was uh. going to say mucusy. Yeah, uh. yeah, mucusy would be a good... Like like you stepped on a slug out when you were <laughs> to get the paper. Like, it's just... Uh. First exorcism of the game. Yep. Game one. Uh... So I, I, Vanessa looks looks at her hands, and and looks at this thing. I, I think you can't catch a glimpse of yourself in like a like a shattered window or something too. You know, just you kind of can see your face. <laughs> she she, oh fuck me! <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> she, she just like no 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 it's okay it's just stop, stop screaming stop screaming it's like one of the screaming goats for a second and it just was so perfect I love it um and, and I, I'm dead. she she's not going to attack the the hellhound unless it like. You know, mm-hmm. unless she attracts its attention, I'm so I'm figuring that's what happens. Like, yeah. So it, you see it like it sniffs and it turns and and it like t- it goes 
boom, boom, and then it, it just comes at us at you. Ah! <laughs> uh, so it is it is attacking you. Okay, can I try to fly into it and punch it out of the way before it attacks the, the people? Uh, well, uh, you can try. That's going to be open. Uh, uh, open, open cowardice cur- for me. To, or well, I'm sorry, I was. Um, yeah. Open courage. This it's, it's a fair fist fight. It's a it's a big old demon. Oh, um, wow. Poor Jeremy. Uh, that would be, to get out of the way. Yeah, we open cowardice. Right? I hear him screaming about me being a superhero, and I'm flying, and I'm going to assume I'm a superhero. You can certainly try to be one. And I'm going to fly at this thing and punch it. Or you know what would be a good thing for me to do? Two fours. I'm going to teleport without sure. realizing. Yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, so that's insightful corruption. Oh, I was thinking I was gonna banish you. Can <laughs> I get you away from me? I guess uh, I can also, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but the team well, hasn't talked to me yet, so I don't know. Yeah. Kid, you're, you're, you'll be the next one. <laughs> I'm just screaming. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um. Vanessa, Vanessa, like, screams and, like, throws her hands up, and then is just suddenly on the other side of the room as this goes well, down. see. Okay. Uh, <coughs> pair of nines. Pair of nines, yeah. You, ah! and then here's a, you, you hear like a, um, actually no, it's probably more of like a, like a wet sound. Yeah, of course it yeah. would be. Yeah. Uh, and you, you're on the other side of the lobby and you see the flying guy swoop down. It got a pair of twos, so you, you gobble its twos. Um, and you, you come down and punch it. Um, it doesn't hurt it, but it definitely—it was also going for that guy with the phone who's just standing there screaming. Uh, and you—you kind of—you don't like punch it across the room, but you make it take a step, and it lo- then it looks at you again, Ed uh, Meyer. That's me. Uh, who? Uh, you also feel a voice in your head. Uh huh. Oh, right. <laughs> That's you! <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. It seems you find yourself in a bit of a predicament. Oh, God. What's going on? Who are you? <coughs> I am your new lord and savior. You may address me as Adrenalek. Adrenalek? I guess I could go drop my knees. Please help me. Get me out of here. Yes, yes. On your knees. Exactly as it should be. (laughs) That's what she said. When you would like to be protected, would you not? Please. I don't want to die. Beg me. Please. Please. I don't want to die. <laughs> he puts his, his giant hand on your head. <coughs> and carapace. Alright, you. Jeremy, you were. You were screaming, like, you flinch. You hear the the thud as the flying guy punches the dog. And you, when you open your eyes, uh, you pull your arm away and you see. What does your arm look like with carapace now? I guess it's what? The bone, the black. 
bone out of the, you know. All right, yeah, so your, your whole body, now you look at your arm, and you can see it's just covered in this black charred bone. Mm-hmm. And you look, and you can it's just all over you, your face. Mm-hmm. Just everything. You're covered in this charred black bone. <coughs> uh, you can feel it, like, on top mm-hmm. of your skin. Oh, I must have feel been... my embrace. Okay. Alright. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'll punch it. Get out of the way. Is it next to me? Yeah, it's close. Get away! Alright, they roll open courage. <laughs> oh, that's my courage. I think oh, it's terrible. materialism is in the other part. Yeah. Yes. This is going to be a failure. Did you take that one? Yeah. Oh. It's a failure. Send it back. Excuse me. Maybe you want to try a different voice. Send it packing. So you you ah punch it and you're like you just hit its big meaty flank. With a wave of your hand, it flies across the room. You gotta touch it, right? The vanish is touch, right? Uh, I think you can only send a hundred pounds per point, though. I got if cat orders what if what. Uh, let me double check. So, because I got two on each, so that's yeah, that, this thing is definitely more than two hundred pounds. Well, you don't have to teleport all of it. That, that's true. <laughs> you don't have to teleport <laughs> all of it. Um, where the pass? just I got parts of it. Check. Yeah, vanish. Um, you can teleport up to hundred pounds for every point of cowardice. All right, so I got two. So two hundred. All right, so you can't banish the whole thing, but we'll wait uh, we'll the first time it's used to attack someone in the scene, you get a plus three surprise advantage. Is it touch or is it is touch? Yes. Yeah, okay, so I'm touching. I'm touching. Yeah. All right. With a wave of your hand, you send it across the room, or at least part of it. All right. So you get you get the plus three bonus. Do you you can use either add that to the dice you roll, plus three, or to, to the width, width of whatever you get. Or what. you could split it, like if you want to do two and one. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 do uh, two to. Spanish it. And then one for the width, I guess. Okay. Eat this, you fuck. Oh, that's too far away. Uh, two sevens. <coughs> and then you got one more, so you have three sevens. Three right? seven, yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you, what are you banishing? I guess the top half. Like the... Oh, you're just like banishing part, like it's, it's half? Well, like it's 200 pounds of it. It's not... Okay, it's so hard. you 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 yeah. punch it. Uh, yeah, so you you punch it, yeah. and nothing happens. And you just kind of like push it more, and all of a sudden, uh, there's like a flash, just a, a brief flash of flame, uh, and there's this huge chunk missing uh-huh. out of its side, uh-huh. uh, and you see it's like in the corner of the room, like in the corner of your eye, you just see like this big wet meaty chunk uh, the dog it screams it turns limping turns at you yeah. uh, and it is going to attack you oh god so you could try to get out of the way mm. that oh. would be uh, that was so cool powers. man yeah open, open uh, Vanessa Vanessa goes oh how good are impressed <laughs> and then she's gonna charge it and, and like gouge at it with her claws. Okay. Know, where where the flesh is missing. I just got yeah. to add to them. That's, yeah. that's enough. It got nothing. So oh. you, it's it's wounded. It like uh-huh. it goes and like you duck out of the way and like it land. It puts weight on its weak paw yeah. and like stumbles a bit. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So roll um, open. Uh, it's still open courage. It's a fair fight. Okay. Uh, so whatever whatever bonus your claws gives you. All right. Let's see if I actually get 
Uh, no, that's a whiff. A whiff? Does it with the claws too? So the claws, the claws increase the height. Uh, ah, right. Okay. Yeah, uh, the height of physical attacks gets plus sly. If height is increased above ten, roll is immune to gobble dice. Gotcha. So I don't. All right. Yeah, it, you you would have gotten it, but it like it fumbles at the last second and just okay. moves out of your way. Um, Brian, yeah, you're watching this fights of three <laughs> super people and a giant monster dog? Yeah, I, I like I came here to do something important, but like this, like the guy started flying and he just said it was super uh gun or something. Yeah. Super gun man. Super yeah. gun man. I, 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 I turned and I was like what? And so, then and then you feel this presence in the back of your head. Here. Feel two uh hands on your shoulder. <laughs> oh my what 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 what? You hear a crust on your chest. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. You get powers too. Me? me? You can help if you want. Re- really? Like, what What can I do? Uh, I don't know what the, don't know what the powers are. <laughs> I, I took Invisible, Impossible Beauty, Glory, and, and Soulless Materialism, but I, I don't have the rules for Glory oh. and Soulless Materialism. They're, they're in the other book. They're in the right. other book. Or you could, if you Google... Um, here. But yeah. I know Soul's materialism makes me inanimate objects come to life. Hold on, I'll, I'll go grab the uh, my iPad. <laughs> oh, so I'm pretty much like look at me, then don't look at me type of person, oh. and then I attack you with random objects in the room. Well, hmm, I can let's see. What kind of objects around the room? Oh, there's there's so much debris. I can just use the the, the broken stones, the glass, anything uh, inanimate. Chairs, yeah. magazines. Yeah. The problem is, I think I can only do one item once. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that's so like if I use the chairs, I can never do chairs again. Ever? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I just put in. Yeah. Yeah. Um. If you if you go all the way, scroll down all the way to the bottom, it should have links to. Uh, the other things. But yeah, soulless materialism lets you break things to life. Glory um, is like claws that Ryan had, but for social attacks, essentially. Yeah, it's it basically I pair my impossible beauty with glory so I can just be ultra like convincing. Uh-huh. Yeah, here's here's glory. Oh, there you go. Yep. You have the light in you now. Oh man, I, I, but I, I don't generally like to be seen. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I used to be a thief, so like, you know, I, like being seen isn't really something I really want to be be doing. Well, I can help with that. Really? Like, I, like what? Like, I, like, I, I could become like a ghost or something and walk through walls and steal stuff. No. Oh, but I can turn you invisible. That, that, you know, that, 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 that could definitely be helpful. I can see how that would work. I don't know how it's going to help me with the, with this thing. This what, what is what is this? It looks like a giant fleshy dog. It's a hellhound, darling. You can, I can, you could. What hell is real? <laughs> yes. Don't worry about that, man. <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> you can give part of your light to an object and help it fight against the hellhound. That actually sounds like fun. Like I, I did did say I want to turn my life around. I'm a hero. Uh, and, well, we'll talk about that. Please. Okay. All right. So uh, you can do this. I believe in you. It's a very affirming demon. <laughs> I like this demon. Wait. So you have 
It's about a... I have glory, soulless materialism. Oh, soulless materialism is a power, not an aspect, right? Uh, I don't remember. Well, because invisibility is an aspect. Well, I have it written under glory, my demon aspect. Yeah, glory, glory and visibility are my demon aspects. Soulless okay, materialism so, is my power. Right, that's why you can only do it once. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. All right, so you, you look down at your hands, and you don't see them. Oh, cool. you're, you're invisible. Oh, this is great. Oh, man. This is... I, I, I'm going to help. I'm gonna, so now I'm going to... Um, I'm going to see if there's, like, uh, something... Choose wisely. Because the objects you choose can never be chosen again. Oh, all right. So I guess for the, the first point, uh, since I'm, I'm going to take advantage of being not being seen, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to sneak up to this thing, and uh, I'm going to find something sharp on the ground, and I'm going to try and stab it somewhere vital. All right. I mean, there's, you find, a, like, a broken piece of rebar. That's yeah. easy. Um, yeah, so check uh, invisibility on here. I believe it's going to give you a bonus. All right, uh, anything you're wearing holding also becomes invisible. I get plus three surprise and advantage on all actions. All right, there you go. Yeah. Can I get a weapon bonus if I pick up a piece of something and whack it with it? Yeah. Um, Should have gotten a, uh, a weapon different bonus. Demons different demons have different tactics. Mine's going the, the gun didn't. I mean, against, in other situations, yes, for this thing, it doesn't matter. A gun's not going to cut it for this thing. Um, Yes, you get a plus three bonus. Again, like it's for Meyer, you can either add it to your dice pool or add it to your width or split it up. Okay. Uh, 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 all right. Oh, to attack yeah. it, sir. Yeah. Um, you, this would not be a fair fight because you are... Invisible. Yeah, I'm going to say that's going to be uh, Sly Courage. No. Um, sly Cruelty. Oh, good thing I get a plus three. I'm not shooting the unarmed. Yeah, it's still a fair fight. There's, they're both. That's true. Yeah, okay. You, you have courage, unless you feel like something else is. Did I just screw you? No, no. I actually made well open courage. You said. Yeah. Yeah. No. That actually, it's a little, like it, that does that does help me better. With plus three. Good. Do something. I got three sixes. Oh God! <laughs> six, six, six. six, six, six. Perfect roll. Oh yeah, it got nothing. So you, you, uh, it, it is. It turns around uh, and is and is like trying to chomp at at Jeremy, and you come out of note. Where do you stab it with this rebar? I, I, I kind of sneak under it, and uh, I see the doctor uh, trying to be uh, getting on its its side. So I, I try to get it. Uh, and like on the other side on, the, on its legs, so mm-hmm. that you know, because it's limping one side. So if I get it like you know, like the Achilles tendon or something, you know, somewhere vital the other leg, so now it's at a major disadvantage and it's hard to move. Yeah. So you you come up behind it and just stab the rebar into it. The rest of you see the the thing. Both heads howl. Uh, you let go, and suddenly there's just a piece of rebar, another one mm-hmm. sticking out of the back of its leg. Um. Yeah. Uh. So it is going to. It turns and it's it's going to try to attack you, James. Oh, yes, that's but fair. it has a you minus mean, three. Brian, Brian, because uh, James is Brian. Yes. <laughs> um, We're doing ORE wrong again, by the way. What? We're doing ORE wrong again, by the way. I know it's supposed. Okay, yeah. So now that everyone's in the combat, what are you guys all doing? I'm going to pick up a piece of rebar and whack it in the head with it. Okay. Because now now its initiative is. Your width. Yeah. Oh. We all have the clear. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, so v- Vanessa is going to once again try to uh, claw at one of its wounded areas. So it's open courage for both of you. Okay. And I just banish, I'm trying to banish its head away. Okay. Uh, open courage. I mean, you, you, it's a fair fight for all of you guys, so. I still get that. Oh, no, no. Whatever your, whatever your banish is. Uh, it's it's cowardice lie. Yeah, you get plus one. I like, yeah. I like that weapon bonus, right? For a piece of rebar, I'll give you plus one. Okay, so that's three times. Okay. Nice. And what are you doing, uh, Brian? Uh, I think he's going to try to do the same thing, like pick up a piece of rubble and just uh, stab at it, uh, something sharp, maybe yeah. like shattered glass or something. Sure, open courage. Uh, uh, since I, I do get plus three surprise uh, uh, advantage on all actions, but if I'm noticed, my bonus drops down to a one. Well, does I'm technically, am I noticed because I stabbed it? or I'll give you a plus two. Okay. Because it, it, it knows something's there, but it doesn't know where you are yet. So it, it's kind of onto you, but not entirely. Uh, it's going to lash out and try to attack whichever one of you as it can, which is no one. Right. Because it got nothing. Um, so I got a pair of sixes, or did we go with them, right? Yeah. I got, well, I got, I got three tens. I got three eights. Three eights. All right. So, so Ed's first. Ed's first. Uh, so you were stabbing it or like just whacking it? Whacking it. Uh, so you fly down and just bring the rebar down and hit it on the head. Uh, you hear a crack on its, as one of its heads, um, starts bleeding. It cracks and it, it, like one of its heads is like lolling and like hanging limply. Um, and you got three eights to stab it, James? Yes. Uh, so yeah, you grab like a piece of broken glass off the ground and go around the other side and stab it in. It lets out a howl. Uh, and then Ryan, you, you, I'm sorry, Vanessa, you come in with your claws and just start like tearing at it and just cutting through its sides. Uh, and then it finishes off with Jeremy coming up. You, it's one uh, good head. Yeah. Like you, you touch it and then it just, it's just gone and then just blood starts gushing out. Oh, my- yeah, you, you just said <laughs> it is, it is black. I scream it into my blood. mouth. Uh, it is not red. It the is, drum like is laughing. Black and sulfurous smelling. Uh, and you were just covered in it. Uh, and then the, the hellhound takes a few Electable. awkward steps and then just collapses into a heap on the ground. Uh, and the four of you are, well, three of you are standing there. One of you is lying there. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm invisible. Can you see me? A little bit of blood got on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Oh, calm down. Calm down. Another hellhound. Kill it. Can I go down now? Okay. Can, I, can I go down now? So you guys don't know what happened exactly or how to turn your powers off. I'm gonna just start wiggling in the air. <laughs> just start wiggling in the can air. Can I go down now? Uh, before that happens, though. Uh, there's another bright flash, and all four of you feel yourselves falling, but also, like, jumping up in the air oh, at the God. same time, uh, and you are no longer in the hospital. Uh, Once again, uh, you have been teleported. Uh, doc- uh, Detective James, you uh, were like two feet off the ground, and huh? suddenly you're just in the and you just fall two feet. You all suddenly feel weak again, like your normal selves. You're, uh. you're you're no longer flying. You're visible. You're no longer covered in carapace, although you're still covered in blood. Yeah. Your uh, Vanessa, your your teeth and hands have gone back to normal. You're in a 
like a classroom? Like, you see um, this room you're in, there's like a dozen desks with chairs, there's a, a desk at the front of the room. You see a, a, a big bay window looks out on this gorgeous snowy mountainscape. Uh, nowhere near Apex City. Jeez. Uh, this is Jeremy Hawk. Uh, oh, you you don't have a signal. <laughs> I guess I'll record. Guys, yeah. I think this is my fault. Who the hell are you? How is this Detective James Hill. He's the flying... The flying gun man? Yeah. yeah. I was on the trail of a pretty deep, big conspiracy. I think this is their attempt to try to stop me. Food delivery industry. Oh, jeez. Wow, that's that's huge. The food delivery is responsible for... Which one is doing... Which one? Can't divulge any case details. Is it Grub Stub or Ultra Eats? (laughs) Like I said, I can't divulge any case details, Jeez. but I think they're trying to silence me. Oh, God. And you guys just got caught up in it. Oh, no. Uh, as as you say that, you look around, uh, the door to the room opens, and a man you all instantly recognize. Oh, it, before we go on, mm-hmm. are we in a new scene? Yes, yes, all right. So, uh, you guys can adjust your points. Oh. All right, so as Ed's demon, I'm going to make a, po- a case for cruelty, for killing, because he killed the thing. Uh-huh. I did not kill in cold blood. No, but you did kill. Um, Plus one cruelty for killing. Oh, uh, that's true. Mm. Yeah, you killed. Okay. Wow. I think demons make cases first and then... Yeah, demons make cases for sin, uh, and then the host can make a case for uh, repentant. So all the demons can make a point for... can make a play for cruelty. That's true. Um, Yeah, I guess that's the only one. Yeah, that's really all I got. I mean, uh, I'll take it. Plus one cruelty. Yep. Uh, can I give my R plus one BBs for a thousand people worshipping and was their first one Uh not yet. I only have, I have zero followers. Oh, okay. You can look at my viewer count, it's still zero. Yeah. Um as as my um host, I'm gonna make a case for greed to generosity because I rushed into this fight with no expected gain. <laughs> Give you that. Uh, cruelty to courage, demonstrating mercy or protecting somebody. I yep, definitely. I don't want to switch anything around right now. Uh, I have no case to make. I also don't really have much to switch. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't so, know why I tried to fight getting that um, that free point. Yeah. All right. So uh, the door opens to this classroom, and the man you all instantly recognize as Doctor Monstrosity. Walks in. He's wearing his his classic gray and purple unitard with the with the lab coat over it, the well fitted lab coat. Uh, he's got his his trademark uh, goggles are pushed up like on his on uh-huh. his forehead. Uh, and he comes walking in. I'm so sorry, folks. It's been a bit of a day. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say, we're can... not in your jurisdiction, Detective. Where are we? He points out the window. <laughs> Switzerland. Oh. Yeah. What? What? Damn it. What? Diplomatic Wait. immunity. What? Wait, we're not superheroes then? <laughs> no. 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 Uh, 
Doctor. Okay, it's, I, it's a bit awkward. I, as soon I, as I get an extra, a, 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 a warrant for extradition, you're in trouble. The flying gunman's a bad guy. All right, no, he's the bad. Guy. Oh, okay. I, I, I have, I have a question. Do you have a better explanation about what's going on here than the food delivery apps are warring and? Summoning hell beasts? I think we're uh, bad guys. No, they're definitely not. That is completely wrong. I mean, I do, I do have a much better explanation. You've all been possessed by demons, and now you have to be supervillains. <laughs> oh, also, your demons are gone. You, oh. don't, you don't feel them in your head. You look up, there's like a, an orange fluorescent light in the ceiling, um, and that, you could tell that your, your demons are cut off. You're just human right now. Yeah, so take a seat. We've got a presentation. I know you guys are probably pretty confused. It's a lot to take in. We just want a hellhound. Yeah, good job, by the way. I I grew claws. Yeah, yeah. And I think I teleported across the room. I think you did. Yeah, we're going to go over the footage to figure everything out. Uh, But yeah, come on, take a seat. Pop, take a seat. One of the desks. If there was an explosion, was it like a fight? That, that was that was us. Um, well, you see, we have the uh, the floating sky fortress above Apex City. Mm-hmm. There was an incident. Uh, we're investigating, but there was some kind of explosion, and the debris seems to have landed well all over the city, but a lot of it right in the hospital. That's where the hellhound came from. It was it was in a cage there, and it fell. Thank you for taking care of that, by the way. So in this situation, you're the victim. Okay, I can get on board with this. I'm going to take out my notepad. Can you tell me what happened in your own words? I, I just did. I, I think he did just explain that to us. Right. Who attacked you? Good question. We're, that, that is a good question. We're still trying to figure that out. Like I said, it's an investigation. This happened 20 minutes ago. We're still trying to piece everything together. Let's, I think what's the you, superheroes' names again? It was uh, the uh, the Legion of Light oh. is the, the, the like the the Justice League. With that's for the LOL. Um, <coughs> sorry, sorry if I'm derailing things. Can we, can we get back to the point where we're all possessed by demons? Thank yeah, you. I, I thought that was going to be a bigger sticking point. That's what I'm trying to I'm, get to. I'm very concerned about that. I had a voice in my head. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Uh, he he goes to uh, a door on the other side of the room, up by the desk, uh, and opens it uh, and wheels out. One of those TVs on the cart. <laughs> uh, closes the door. Uh, he, is the presentation on Laserdisc? It is. Yeah, it's uh, even better. I love it. He uh, he takes a Laserdisc out of a folder. So it's the best it's the best file format. Uh, he, he turns on the TV, comes up with the blue screen, set the channel three. Now take a seat. we got to go through the presentation. Save all your questions for the end. We'll go through the presentation. It's an orientation video. And then we'll discuss some of the finer details, okay? Uh, he goes, he turns off the lights. Um, he, he puts the laser disc in. Uh, the tray slides closed. Well, while the, before the presentation starts, Vanessa just mutters, mutters to herself, I'm definitely going insane. <laughs> um, so, um, the, the video starts. There's a title screen that says, so you're possessed. <laughs> now what? Uh, there's some like cheap, uh, free background music playing, uh, and you see Dr. Monstrosity comes up on the screen, but he looks about 20 years younger, <clears throat> and he goes, Hi there, 
You probably know me as Dr. Monstrosity, leader of the evil League of Supervillains. And he pauses it. And he's like, wait a second, wait. So this, this is a bit old. We rebranded in the last year or so as the Cabal. Did you guys know that? I, I did not know that. I, is that I'm, public I, knowledge? Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it up to you in character if you know that they've no, rebranded. I, I think my guy did. Yeah, I follow well, that stuff. I like it. I, I was in jail for a while. Yeah, yeah, we... Uh... We try to keep tabs. Okay. Did you Did you know? I, I yeah. Um, I, I I saw what you did to that news anchor who used your previous group's name. I, I it took them it took them like hours to get him from from, from yeah. there and yeah. So you're the cabal. Great. Right. Okay. Uh, so I keep my eye on you. Really, uh, they don't like us to interfere. Like yeah, you're not supposed to. Yeah, it's way out of your jurisdiction. They, he yeah. presses like an intercom on the desk. Hey, Jake. Um, and then the door opens, um, and a, a guy steps in. He looks really plain, um, dark hair, pale skin. Uh, yes, Doctor Mastrasi goes. Jake, uh, set up a meeting with uh, the PR team. Let them know. Uh, you know, don't tell them what it is, but we're going to do like a, a congratulatory. Seems like they're right. The you know, the, it's going well. The rebrand's going pretty well. <laughs> Right, so, okay. Uh, so, oh, by the way, Dr. Monstrosity, I still have you booked for Torture Room C uh, tomorrow morning. Because, yeah, today A is filled. Uh, yeah, A is busy. Looks good. A is obviously the best torture room. Everyone's always always booked. It's, it's impossible to get A without, like, a month notice. And right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, thank you, Jake. Um, yeah, Jake leaves and closes the door. Okay, so anyway, if it says Evil League of Supervillains in the video... Just pretend it says Cabal. We gotta, Cabal. we gotta reshoot it. Uh, he presses again. He's like, Evil League of Supervillains. Now, you're probably wondering what demonic possession is. Well, in recent days, you probably touched some kind of totem. It could have been an oddly carved piece of wood, or a clay tablet, or perhaps a beetle that just came crawling towards you. Either way, that, that totem contained part of a demon's soul. It's now inside of you. So, the downside is that you are possessed by a demon, and it's going to do everything in its power to try to drag you to hell where it can torture you for all of eternity. Oh, but I like my demon. But on the plus side, now you have superpowers. Yes, that's right. All the villains you see running around the world are actually possessed by demons. We here at the Evil League of Supervillains, of the real monster says, Cabal! Just <clears throat> we here in the Evil League of Supervillains strive to work with our uh, soul challenge people to help you be evil, but not too evil. You see, demons are stupid. They don't know the difference between comic book evil and real evil. That's why you don't see too many supervillain psychopaths that are, you know, committing mass murder and serial killers. They rob banks and create weather machines. That's what we're here to help you do. We want you to be the most evil you can be without being too evil. Because the more evil you are, the faster you get dragged down to hell. I don't think I want to go there if there's the more of those hellhounds there. Also, we have a great benefits package. You'll get full coverage health, dental, and life insurance. We also have a generous 401k, and you can enroll up to five dependents in our plans, too. And of course, we use shell companies, so your 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 spouse isn't going to get a thing in the mail from the evil league of supervillains outlining it. He winks at you, outlining your new insurance policy. I feel like I feel like he looks at us, and we all just kind of like say it in unison, "Cabal, Cabal." Because we're a team. <laughs> um, and so then the uh, 
The, the video says, So welcome to the evil league of supervillains. Your new family until you die and burn in hell. And it just it comes up with like the old twenty year old logo for the evil league of supervillains. Uh, real Doctor Monstrosity hit stop. All right. Any questions? Okay. I see, I see, I see some hands. All right. You were first. Now, let's say I want to just forget all about this and go back to being a cop. And uh... I get it. So let me stop you right there. That's a common question. So the thing is, the only way to get the demon out of you is to die. So, and the demon, uh, it gets pretty annoyed when you're not doing evil. So remember when you uh, you started flying before? That was a gift from your demon. So if you annoy it, it can make that happen. Just like whenever you, whenever it wants walking down the street, sitting in your office. If you just start floating, it's going to turn a few heads. It's not the best look for a detective like that. You make a good point? Or whatever your other powers. It, it, you know, the, the big teeth and the... And the grr, grr. It'll, it'll just do that. It'd be hard to, to handle as a dentist, right? <laughs> I, I, I picture... Um... Oh, you're a dentist? I thought I was the villain. (laughs) (laughs) That is is an unkind stereotype. You're you're right. I'm sorry. I I resent that. I I I went to medical school. All right, look, look. You said you said the only way to get the demon out of us is to die. But what what about like the exorcist? Could we get exercised? Uh, Oh, oh, I don't like that. That was that was a movie. It doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Uh, of course not. But, like I said, or me in the video said, we have a really generous benefits package. Uh, so you guys are going to be... Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, you talked about uh, cartoon villainy, but then you also talked about torture chambers. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't really seem... Car- you know, Unless it's like the James Bond with the laser coming at you. Oh, we've got one of those. Uh, what about the hole in the chair and the nut knitting with the oh. nut? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's also about uh, image. Uh, a lot of it's branding. Uh-huh. Um, so what's in the torture room then? Torture devices. So look, the, the thing is, we torture one or two people. And then uh-huh. they go tell everyone how we tortured them. And then no one else wants to get tortured. Uh-huh. So you know about pirates, right? Like Blackbeard? Yeah. That's what they would do. You'd be real bad to one or two ships. So that way, when Blackbeard shows up, all the crews go, oh shit, it's Blackbeard. You just give them what they want. That, that's what we're doing. It's all about building up the image. It's all branding. So when people hear the cabal, they know, we got to get in line. Well, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet, you know? So we have to essentially keep these demons entertained for as long as possible, or they will... Torment us with their awful demonic forms, and they want to drag us to hell. I knew the dentist would get it. Yep. Uh, oh yes. Uh, um, okay. Uh, so we're possessed by demons. Mm-hmm. All right. So that means demons are real. Yes. So do we have to worry about angels? Yes. All the superhero assholes that are flying around—they're angels. Oh. They're they're going to try to kick the crap out of you whenever they can. That doesn't sound like a good time. Generally, no. Uh, we have we have some agreements with them. It won't be too bad. 
Um, Angels can make agreements with demons? Well, I mean, we have people to do that. We have lawyers, too. Okay. Um, <laughs> and you said that was a demon. <laughs> and, you know, no, the, lawyers, the, lawyers, the lawyers aren't demons. I mean, some lawyers are demons. Isn't oh, okay. So wait, you defend the lawyers, but not the dentists? I mean, I don't have dentists on retainer. I see but what you did there, give you retainers. <laughs> but dentists give you retainers. So, uh, as you guys are new, you probably still have a lot of questions about what supervillainy is and how to go about doing it. We have a, like an orientation program to help you get started. Um, so we also have uh, the supervillainy pyramid. Uh, he goes and he pulls down uh, like a projector screen, uh, and there's just a pyramid there. Um, and the, from the bottom, it goes D C B A S. So, so down here is tier D. That's where you guys are right now. This is our brand new supervillain introductory. Don't know a, a laser gun from a beam rifle kind of thing. Okay, this is where you're going to be uh, while you're learning the ropes. Uh, we have here a caseworker who's going to help you, help you figure out your supervillain personas, uh, get a grip, get to come to grips with your powers. Uh, uh, we'll also set you up with a starter base, someplace where you can go and you can plan all your capers and heists and, and things like that. Uh, once you move out of that introductory phrase, then you go to tier C. This is where your, your meat and potato supervillainy gets done. Uh, and then you'll work your way up S tier. There's not many of us. I'm S tier. That's the, the top of the top. So you're probably not going to get there for another few years. Uh, but yeah, so then you're going to be... Uh, so once you get to uh, tier C, that's when you're on your own. You're going to have to start planning your own scores, and you're also going to have to give part of the money you make to the Cabal. That's how we fund you know, a lot of the stuff. You'll also get one hench person to help you uh, take care of your base and do things like that. Tier, uh, tier B... You'll get an upgraded base of operations and a staff of a half dozen hench people will be able to help you out on heists. Uh, if you manage to get to tier, tier A, well, that's that's the cream of the crop. That's the good stuff. All right. Um, I just got out of jail for being for being a thief. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to go straight, so you're saying I, I can't go straight. No, but that's what uh, supervillain secret identities are for. Okay. No one's going to know it's you. It's going to be whatever name, you know, you come up with. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I, I also, uh, I was in a lot of trouble uh, before we got teleported here. Am I mm-hmm. going to get teleported? I was just supposed to steal a lot of drugs from that hospital uh, because I have to pay off a lot of people. You have the right to remain silent. Anything <laughs> you say can and will be used Not in your jurisdiction. You. Damn it. <laughs> uh, do you know what you need? Uh, yeah, I, I look at my hand. Uh I have it written down somewhere else. Uh, my hand, it's kind of sweaty. Um, I, uh, I, I think I have it on my phone. Um, uh, I guess I could look at it. All right. Uh, he's, uh, Jake, can you come here? Uh, the door opens and, and Jake comes back. Yes, Dr. Monstrosity. Uh, could you go down to uh, the drug lab? And what do you need? Uh, I, I just gave him the list. Of yeah, uh, Jake takes it. I'll be back in a minute. Uh, and he, he leaves. Yeah, Jake will get that for you. Don't worry. Oh, oh that that's great. Thank you. I so so tomorrow you're going to meet with your caseworker. Her name's Janet. She's great. You're going to love her. Um, she's going to have all the paperwork for you, all your onboarding forms, uh, everything for the health insurance. be kind of weird if we teleport you back and suddenly you have a bag full of things that say the cabal on them. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so start coming up with alibis for your... Your work and your loved ones about why you're suddenly disappearing for long stretches of time and, uh, 
not where you're supposed to be. Yeah. It's a full-time job, being a supervillain. Oh, I guess it's good I don't have anybody then. That is good. The more pathetic you are, the better it is for us. Ah, okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now, does my demon care why I do things? Like, let's say I did villainy in the name of stamping out corruption. Demons are very black and white. It tends to be... It tends to rely on how you spin it to them. So your demon will say, kill someone. They might be vague. They'll just say, kill someone. They'll leave it up to you. So now, you can go find Joe Schmo on the street, pop him in the head, your demon will be happy. Or, you can go hunt down the corrupt public official who's been siphoning money from the hospital and kill them. Your demon's happy either way. It's up to you to figure out... uh, how you're going to come to grips with your demons' demands, and your demons are going to make demands. Anti-hero. Of course, you can't be too anti-hero, because then you're a hero, and we don't have heroes in our organization. See, we had a problem a few years ago where we didn't onboard a new group fast enough. It caused a bit of chaos around the city. It was a whole thing. So now we make sure as soon as there's new supervillains that pop up, we get them on board right away. You know, just make sure, right from the get-go, you guys understand the way it works. We have systems in place for everything. You sure wouldn't want to be those guys. What happened to that group? <laughs> Most of them died. No. I know, I definitely sure don't want to be those guys. <laughs> One of them is serving several consecutive life sentences. Yeah. You say, what happened to those guys? And then Jake walks back in. Uh, he's just got, like, a white paper bag. Here you go. He sets, uh, you hear, like, pills jangle as he says something. Thank you. I won't get my legs broken this week. Oh, it'll be a lot harder, too. One of the other perks of being possessed is that you're a lot tougher than a normal person. So you got to be careful with that. You are stronger, faster, and more, and have more endurance than you did before you touched those totems. Except when that lights on. That nullifies everything and sends the demons away. We've noticed it's uh, a little hard to do these orientations, talking about how demons work when the demons are right there, whispering in your ear. They can be uh, pretty annoying sometimes. Can't we just, like... Live in a house with all these lights, and then you know, just you know, oh, yeah, you could, but then the demons, whenever you leave them, they're going to be extra annoyed. Ah, okay. they don't, they don't like them. Um, they don't like being shut away. So your demons um, can see everything you see. They see ah. through your eyes, but they can't speak unless spoken to. So you have to initiate contact with them. But they're kind of aware of things that are going on. (laughs) All right. Well, team, it was great meeting you. Team, we're... we're Oh, by the way, I'm James. Oh, I thought you... Yeah, introduce yourselves. Yeah, I'm assuming we have to be a team. Yes, you're going to be a team. Uh, Janet, your caseworker, is going to help you figure out... Uh, you know, if you want to have a theme, or you're just a group that works together, she'll help you figure that all out tomorrow. Are, are you going to try to arrest us every time we have to do a score? Because that's going to be really inconvenient. Well, the good thing is that the uh, regular ACPD uh, doesn't have jurisdiction over supervillain affairs, so he can't oh. arrest you. Oh, okay. So, all right. Yeah, yeah they have special units for that. <clears throat> um, 
Is there is there a bathroom anywhere? Because I, I think I might throw up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jake, could you show her where the bathroom is? Yes, Doctor. Uh, he leads you down the hall. Uh, you go out into this very nice, like, carved into the mountain hallway. Uh, with like crystal lights hanging from the ceiling. He leads you down the hall to uh, an ornate bathroom with like marble floors. You could throw up in here. Oh, thank you, Jake. See, I can't even arrest you for admitting to trying to steal drugs because now technically you're a supervillain and you're out of my jurisdiction. Oh, okay, that's good. Thank you. So, <laughs> so yeah, but Vanessa just like, like rushes into the bathroom and you just hear, and she, and so help me, I am not reporting you to perfect Alejandro and giving him another collar. Alejandro thinks he's all that because he's on the supervillain squad. Well, yeah, I could see how that would be annoying. He's one of those workers that thinks he's better than you because he's got a better job. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, in all honesty, He's always bragging, so... I'm not going to turn you into him because he's Vic. Uh, I appreciate that. I mean, but in all honesty, I mean, like, the supervillain squad, has they ever actually caught anybody and kept anybody in custody? I mean, I always hear every week how somebody's getting out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they, well, not, they don't usually keep them in custody, but they do catch them. Thank you, Ryan. Much appreciated. You're welcome. All right, uh, Vanessa comes back yeah. in. <laughs> she, dr- she's drying her face. Yeah. All right, so we're going to send you back, like, down the block from the hospital. Uh, paramedics and, you know, first responders are on the scene right now. Uh, so just walk back in, mingle with the crowd, you know, pretend you were there the whole time. Oh, I was shocked. I walked away, you know. Like, uh, what time we meet, Jen, and where? And when? Oh, we'll send someone to pick you up. Do you know who stole Jackson's bike? Who? No. I don't, I don't think don't. Uh, stealing a bike doesn't sound like a super villain. You know where we thing. live? We will by tomorrow, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, when we teleported you here, it took uh, all your biometric data. Uh, so we're working up full profiles of you. Uh, yeah, by by the time we need you tomorrow, we'll know basically everything about you. Great. It's a very efficient organization. We have lots of technology that you're not going to find anywhere else. Uh, so we could do things like that. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, team, best of luck to you. I can't wait to see what villainy you come up with. Yeah, neither can we. I feel I feel a lot of good energy in the room, uh-huh. and I feel like this is going to be a great step for everyone. All right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> yesterday I was just a man in his forties, just trying to live his life, and uh, uh, I guess I'm a super villain. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, see you when I see you. And then there's a. Another flash, you get that feeling of jumping and falling at the same time, uh, and you're standing on the street. You're all kind of dizzy for a second. You're you're standing on the street. Uh, you hear sirens. You look, and down the block, you see, uh, now that you see the hospital from the outside, just a massive chunk taken out of the front. There's fire trucks and ambulances all over the place. I think I'm going to throw up again. I think I don't need to go to the hospital because no one knows I was there except for you guys. Uh, Detective James, pleasure meeting you. Uh, you too. Uh, nice. I have and that, go, well, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I have to go deliver these pills before somebody tries to hunt me down and hurts me. Uh, and you feel, you all feel the strong again. Mm. And you can feel that presence in the back of your mind of the, of the demon's back. Uh, but before you can leave, uh, Brian, mm-hmm. you all start to feel also, 
like an uncomfortable tingling down your spine. Uh, and it starts to, it starts to get into like a burning and you could all feel your demons are very uncomfortable. Uh, and then there's a, you see a bright light and you all turn and you see Lumen, the, the head of the Legion of Light, basically Superman. Uh, picture Terry Crews without the, the goatee. Uh, dark black skin, bald, his eyes are glowing gold, uh, he's got a white suit. He kicked uh, his ass once. Uh, he's got a white suit, uh, gold boots, uh, he's got like shimmering hard lights, gold projections all over him, like a flickering candle flame. Uh, he, he's got, he's got a cape that flows behind him made of that same shimmering hard light. He's like looking down at you, arms crossed, and he says, we need to talk. And that's where we're going to stop. Everybody's got to talk. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, we can also, uh, do more, uh, this stuff. Uh, we've been doing. Um, you, I, I would say you could all do espionage technology, learn something new and important. We did. Um, and on page 70, let me double check the long-term growth. Can we, we have to? You can, you don't have to. Okay. Get my point back from fucking Ted. Uh, Alright, so at the end of every session, you can slide one point between two opposite strategies. Uh, You can move a point from devious to insightful, or you can move from open to slide. Uh, To accomplish this, you need to explain what's changing in your character's personality and approach to life. Um, You could also improve one strategy by sacrificing a point off one sinister tactic and one virtuous tactic underneath it. For example, you could become more patient by sacrificing a point of greed and generosity, or you could raise sly by giving up a point of cowardice and courage. If you want. You don't have to do those things. That's that's the long-term growth, though. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do long-term growth. As of right now, I can't afford to do it. Yeah, well, it's first session. Yeah, we haven't really done many yeah. much, many sins. But you can uh, slide between two strategies if you want. Strategies are the big ones. All right, so that uh, that was the first game, which I guess we'll call "Everything Goes to Hell." Makes sense. Yeah. What do you guys think? I am so happy to be back. Yeah, yeah. this is so much fun. I'm glad Ted Breast made an appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Did yes. you write down Alejandro? I did. Uh, so next game, uh, we'll get more into you building your supervillain identities and your first heist. Um, Sounds like fun. I yeah, so for this game and second game are pretty on rails for this. And then after that, it'll be up to you. Like, the first and second games are, like, the introductions to getting back into things. And then after that, you're <coughs> your own. Uh, Tastes like happy. Yeah. So this, the, the fight at the beginning was like the fight at the start of a game where you fight a weakened version of a tougher enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like that. Uh, All right. It was, it was wounded. All right. So anything you guys want to see more of? My primer. Oh, you don't do my primer. Oh, yeah. Right. You have to oh, yeah. You got to pick your... Yeah, uh, pass those around. Yeah. Pass your sheets to other people. Let's do that. Let's oh, do that no. off my... Oh, okay. No, but so, if anyone have any last will thoughts before we go? Well, so I, I was, I was going to say I would like to see more of... Um, 
more of Jeremy live streaming things that he shouldn't be and, <laughs> and screaming when things go horribly wrong. I do absolutely. That is one of my favorite things. Yes. I, I, I gotta lie. Well, you're gonna have to review the tape and see what you got from live streaming your possession. Oh, yeah. Static. All static. Alright, and next thing you got to meet Janet. Uh, all right. So but we select the primary, right? Your, yeah. No, you select your de- your demon selection primary. Yeah, all right. Well, let's. All right. Any of any anyone have any last will thoughts? Fuck Ryan Shaw. 